Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money on a Tuesday. The great Adam Burke, VSIN's managing editor. A couple things. One, Adam obviously deeply involved in the NHL betting guide, which dropped last week. You can go check that out right now. And an update this Thursday. My gosh, it comes in waves for Mr. Burke. We've got the NBA betting guy dropping this Thursday. That, on top of Adam Burke's duties over at vcin.com as the managing editor, also host on vcin shows. He's got his vcin daily baseball bets every single day throughout the postseason. He's got plays on tomorrow night's college football, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday college football. It's all there skating tripods on twitter make sure you give him a follow and started off the major league baseball postseason in a perfect way as he had the rangers first five my friend nice little cash to start adam yeah thank you i appreciate you being my hype man here on the show today patrick thanks it's uh, <laughs> it's always nice to come and be on the show here yeah i mean our nba betting guide coming out on thursday jonathan von tobel zach cohen kelly bidlin supplying all of the content for that they've done a phenomenal job very excited to see that finished product as we make some final edits here tonight and tomorrow to get that out late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. NBA season not that far away, October 23rd, uh, the, or October 24th, actually opening night for that. So the NBA betting guide coming out this week, college basketball betting guide will come out October 23rd. So we, this is a very busy month over at vcin.com, and obviously with that in mind, it's a great time to sign up over there for a vcin pro subscription and get everything that we have to offer, not just the guides, but also all of our college football, NFL and MLB betting content as we go throughout the month here and beyond. Beautiful. And congratulations to everybody involved. Uh, Big-time response for the NHL betting guide. I heard from somebody in particular that's a novice just trying to get started, said it's the perfect setup. Also, if you're an advanced NHL better, we've got plenty in there for you as well. You know JBT and the crew are going to kill it with the NBA betting guide coming out this Thursday, so make sure you check it out. Berkey, let's start. Um, why don't you just give us your thought process, Rangers' first five today, to get it started with baseball? Yeah, so honestly, I mean, this was largely a price play for me where I, I looked at Jordan Montgomery, I looked at Tyler Glass now, and I didn't really see a whole lot of difference between the two, and these two lineups over the course of the full season graded out pretty evenly. Tampa Bay was a little bit better of an offense, largely because of the park factor adjustment to playing at Tropicana Field, which is generally a very bad park for offense. So they were a little bit better than the Rangers, but I didn't think they were plus 135 in the first five better. Uh, by any means, with the difference between Glass now and Montgomery being small, if there was one at all, and Montgomery, you know, pitching very well here today. Glass now, if the Rays advance, keep an eye on this too, because Glass now's velocity was down in the middle innings of this game, and that's something else you can kind of take a look at here from a live betting standpoint. Look for that pitcher, see if he's getting tired, because you're throwing max, max, max effort in the postseason as opposed to trying to get yourself through six innings in the regular season, or just manage your body for 30 plus starts. So Glass now starting to lose that velocity would have been a good time to jump in on the Rangers live, uh, maybe lay a Rangers number live, something like that. 
those are things that I look for a lot in the playoffs. I don't make a whole lot of pregame bets, but you look for a lot of these live betting situations because they will pop up based on you know, just what you're seeing you know, with your own eyes here as the game goes along. By the way, guys, I thought uh, Kevin Cash made a huge mistake in the sixth inning of this baseball game. They're trailing 2 nothing. Glass had already thrown 88 pitches, which is the equivalent of already completing nearly six innings. He comes out in the top of the sixth inning, walks Carter, walks Simeon. Rangers capitalize on that, score two runs, and Patrick has now put them in a situation where it feels like an almost insurmountable lead with a four-run uh, cushion. And I don't, in my studio, I don't have the TV up. You guys have the TVs in front of you. A little shocked, Dustin, Adam, and Amal to see Gosman already getting touched in the bottom of the first for two runs, runner on first with two outs. They're Blue Jays twins. Yeah, he gave up a two-run homer to Royce Lewis after a walk to lead off the game, and now you've got Correa at the plate for right now with two outs, and uh, good opportunity here if you are the Minnesota Twins to be, be potentially double up the lead right now. Yeah, and okay. honestly, I mean, this is a very difficult spot now for Toronto because throughout the second half, I mean, they, they wound up grading out slightly above league average against right-handed pitching in the second half, specifically over the final two months of the season, but they were not good against above average or better right-handed pitchers. And Pablo Lopez very much fits that definition. So this is a worst-case scenario type of thing here for Toronto to fall behind early in the game. Uh, their middle relief is, is a little bit shaky, so they would definitely like some more innings from Gossman as this thing goes along. But, you know, look, I mean, anytime you fall behind, it's, it's definitely a big concern, especially because now you have to manage the game a little bit more aggressively if you're the Blue Jays. I want to get your guys' take on the series, the two. Uh, wild card series in the NL that get going coming up in just a little bit, a little over two hours for the Diamondbacks Brewers. I'll just give you a price that I have right now as far as the series, Berkey, and we'll get started here. The Brewers, $1.67, $1.70. Diamondbacks coming back the other way right around plus 150 Yeah, so look, I mean, I, I certainly wish that Brandon Woodruff wasn't out for this series for the Brewers. It's, it's definitely a concern for them. I don't know that it's so much of a concern here in this series, but going forward, you know, the starting rotation was a really big concern for Milwaukee. You've got Corbin Burns. Freddie Peralta was a top 10 pitcher in the second half in a lot of different metrics, including wins above replacement player, according to Fangraphs. He was really, really, really good. As far as this series goes, though, I, I like Milwaukee to sweep the series, to win this series 2-0. That was a plus 200 number yesterday. It's down, I see, at DraftKings to plus 180. Obviously, you know, I like it a little bit less with Woodruff not starting game two. But at the same time, I mean, what we see here in this series is why it's important to lock up your affairs in advance of the playoffs because Arizona has to send out Brandon Fott tonight as opposed to sending out Zach Gallen or Merrill Kelly, who were both needed over the weekend. I do think Fott pitches better tonight than people expect. It's not a bad matchup for him. He gives up a lot of home runs. The Brewers don't hit a lot of home runs. So it's not a terrible matchup, but still, it's not an ideal situation to have a rookie like Fott as your game one starter in a wild card series. So even before you know, kind of seeing the Woodruff thing. I thought Milwaukee was going to win this series 2-0. And honestly, Milwaukee's a team that throughout the course of the season I wasn't super high on. They were leading the division with a negative run differential for a good portion of the year. They were arguably the best team in baseball through August, September, and then the one game in October. I think this team kind of flew under the radar. So I gave them a little bit of love here, and I gave them a 2-0 series victory in this one. I, I love the 2-0 bet, Patrick, because a couple of reasons. If it's 170, I think around 165 today's game, you'd lay in that price to win this game. That's what Adam has done. However, if you take the Brewers and they win in that 2-0 what he projects, you have an opportunity in game number two. You can come back on a plus price on Arizona, and you can negate any risk you have in that one, and you're not paying the juice that you are in game one. I, I, there are so many of these types of bets you can find if you just kind of delve through the numbers a little bit. And to yeah. be fair, I should say this. I actually didn't do my due diligence, and this is a mistake on my part. I didn't look at what a money line rollover would be, yeah. taking them in game one and then taking them again in game two, where you, you make your bet for game one, you put everything that you won and what you wagered on game two. That ultimately may have been a better price than plus 200. I don't know. I you know, kind of simplified it for myself, especially because we were doing all the NBA guide stuff and all of that. But that is something to keep in mind here. You know, Whether it's a college basketball thing, a major league baseball thing, NHL thing, whatever, look for that money line rollover price if you're looking to bet a series sweep.
I, I, Patrick, just one additional thing. I think Adam makes a great point on that. However, what happens to a lot of people is, let's say, depending on how much money you're betting and what your normal bet size is, people become a little bit more frightened when it comes to the second game. You say you're going to sit there and roll the whole thing over. They might be a little bit more cautious. So I don't have as much of an issue with what Adam did as maybe some other people might. I think it just depends on how you individually choose to wager. Berkey sleeping on the rollover. It's like you're running a website and being the mayor of VEASAN and what else? Knowing more about music than anybody. Pull yourself together, Berkey. I, you know, the Brewers are hard to score against. I, I like this series kind of sneaky just because the D-backs have been so much fun to watch. They steal a million bases. They manufacture runs. They don't strike out a lot. It's going to be very interesting. And that is, that's a team that you've got, what, two big future plays on the Snakes, big guy. Well, remember, preseason, I'm not going to brag about it now because I ignored the ticket all season long, but my favorite preseason bet was the Brewers to win the World Series at 40-1. to 1. So I've got them in pocket from like in March or February. And then later in the year, after the D-backs dipped a little, I got them at 80-1 to 1 and 34-1, to 1, and here's why. Just I think they set up better for the playoffs than they did for the regular season, and that was at the time of the bets. At the time of the bets, I didn't know Brandon Fott was going to start game one of a playoff series. So it's a little different. I thought Gallon and Kelly could be interesting in a matchup. On the other end, not having Woodruff does affect the Brewers a lot here. He is such a good arm. But at the same time, they, they made it most of the season without him, and they did okay. I, I actually think it works out better for your bet. Not, yes. Not for the Diamondbacks in the short series against Milwaukee. I think the fact that you could have Kelly and Gallon going against, uh, who, would, who would they play, Atlanta? Um, uh, I got to look at the or is it, it, or is it the Do No, it's the Dodgers. It's the Dodgers. And, um, you know, to me, I, I think that bodes well. Look, guys, in, the greatest thing about the playoffs is, especially in hockey and in baseball, it's pretty wide open. This is not the NBA where the, one of the top two or three seeds is going to win the title. Yeah. Anybody can win it. As great as a season as the Braves had during the regular season, it would be very disappointing. Uh, we talked about it with Hudson Mason earlier that if they don't win it, it's, it's going to be very disappointing for the Braves. I not saying Milwaukee or Arizona comes out of there, but it's not a complete shock. So because of that, look, I'm not going to say my game plan here for uh, betting World Series futures was the sharpest move I've ever done, but all of them are long shots. My liabilities are on the favorites because of what Amal said. I think in baseball, anything can happen, and I can open myself up to some hedging opportunities in other series that I don't have a bet on one of the World Series uh, contenders. So... I can come back here on the Twins eventually and hedge my Blue Jays futures if the Twins look like they're going to win. It's going to be weird to see Craig Council manage the Brewers in the postseason and Mets blue and orange. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is no chance he's coaching, he's managing that team next year, Burke. No chance. He's headed to New York. Did you agree? I don't know. I mean, I'm really curious to see what the Mets end up doing. There are a couple of interesting managerial openings. My Cleveland Guardians have one, too, where it's going to be hard to replace Terry Francona in, in some respects. But I also think in other respects, it won't be if you find a manager who's more engaged with young players. So definitely some interesting things here coming up this offseason for sure. Don't listen to Burke. He's throwing a freaking party getting Francona and his ego the hell out of town. Please, with your bullpen management. We know everybody loves Tito. Enough. When we return, more of Adam Burke. We'll get to the Marlins, Phillies, and some college football as well. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off. 
and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, check out the picks. Easily sortable. You can follow host and guest across the board. Top VEASAN experts leaderboard. A chance for sharp money. Amal Shaw's up at the top along with the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, who is a monster on Twitter. He was a fan of those 11 sacks last night with Daniel Jones. Go check it out at Dustin Sweetelson. And while you're doing so, go give him some props over at vcin.com slash subscribe. The picks are going nuts. You can ke- check out Adam Burke's pitches. Uh, picks as well we've got a pretty fired up crew over at the d downtown las vegas of course fremont street where the boys emanate from dustin sweetelson amal shaw adam burke i'm patrick maher live from los angeles boys we've got a crew behind you living and dying on every pitch in that rangers Rays game correct Uh, they must be from fort worth those are the true ranger fans there's more people there at the D watching the game than at the Trop, Adam Burke. Did you mention there's less than 20,000 people in St. Pete at a playoff game? Yeah, I saw that. I, I realized it's a day game, but, I mean, most of those people are retired anyway. So, you know, head down to the game. Enjoy a playoff game. And the thing about Tampa, so here's the thing. And for those that don't, don't recognize, St. Pete, you got to go across a bridge from Tampa, and it's 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 a completely different city. Tampa – Right down in the main metropolis where the lightning play, you can walk, you can go get beers. It's kind of like where you're from, Berkey. Downtown Cleveland, you go watch a Cavs game, you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you go to Bubba Gump Shrimp. Like, the lightning are absolutely lit in Tampa because it's part of the fabric of the community. St. Pete isn't Tampa Bay. I know it sounds crazy and redundant that I keep on repeating myself, but the fact that the Rays don't draw is because they're out on an island literally there in Florida. It's not the same. I have never been to Bubba Gump Shrimp in Cleveland. I I hope, you know, next time I go back, make sure you remind me about that. (laughs) Well, I'm going to take you to Bubba. (laughs) It's on me for all your help here on Sharp Money. Uh, It is embarrassing Look, it sucks that they ripped the team. They ripped the franchise from Montreal as well. But we remember watching baseball in Montreal. There were hundreds, Shaw, hundreds (laughs) of people showing up, not even thousands back in the day. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You know, the best thing is, Adam, uh, before you probably went to Jacobs Field a lot more than the old Muni Stadium. The greatest thing, Patrick, about growing up in Cleveland, this is the only thing probably, is that when you go to the old Municipal Stadium, there's about 2,000 people at a game in September. The likelihood of getting a foul ball was very, very strong. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in the – we used to travel. I used to go watch uh, Tigers games back in the day. Cleveland, the city. What's that little lit area right down the flats. district? Oh, the flats. The flats, yeah. Yeah, that's, I, got, I got bad stories from the flats. <laughs> hey, Marlins, Phillies, boys. Um, it's not even $2. I'm, book, I'm looking at a book right now. Phillies, $1.90. The Marlins coming back plus 165, Adam. Yeah, so this is one where I'm actually on the Phillies today. I, I like Zach Wheeler going up against Jesus Lazardo. Laid the price here in this game. Kind of partially because I think the Phillies advanced from this series. I think this is a cheaper way of playing the series price. I'll just take them in game one here as opposed to laying the $1.90 or whatever the series price is. Now, there is another option at some of the legal U.S. books. I don't think it's a – I haven't seen it here in town yet, but it's kind of a series double. You can pick the team that wins game one, pick the team that wins the series. I saw that was minus 110 on the Phillies over at DraftKings. I thought that was a good bet as well. I mean, Jesus Lazardo is a guy that had home road splits, has times through the order splits. And there's a very, very strong correlation between velocity and offensive performance. The higher the velo, the lower the offensive performance. 
Zach Wheeler is a guy that can reach back and throw a little bit more here for the Phillies. The Marlins have not performed well against right-handed pitching virtually all season long. So I like Philadelphia today. I like them for the series. And the other thing that you want to keep in mind here about the postseason, the run environment is very different. A lot of the offense is going to come from the long ball. We've already seen it in this game with the Blue Jays and Twins. We saw the Rays kind of kick it around a little bit in that game against the Rangers. But a lot of offensive production comes from home runs. Philadelphia is way more adept at hitting them than Miami is because it's just a tougher run environment. It's a tougher offensive environment. You've got better pitching. You don't, you're not beating up on the Royals and the A's and some of these other teams that you beat up on in the regular season. In theory, all of these teams have good pitching or at least above average pitching. So you get a lot of runs being scored via the home run, and I think that greatly benefits the Phillies here in this series. I could listen to Burke break down playoff baseball for like three days. He loves it. Yeah. He, you can tell he's got a little pep in his <laughs> Cleveland step today. And the bullpen premium in the postseason, you know, year to year it changes, but you can have starters lasting a full inning less once you get to the bullpen because those managers start to micromanage so much, Berkey. Yeah, and that's a really important thing to look at during the course of a series. Early on in a series, I mean, everybody should be relatively fresh, although obviously these teams that are playing in the wild card games you know, they got to play three days here and then start the division series on Saturday if they advance. So those teams have a bit of an advantage. Uh, we could talk about that in the next segment, honestly, though, because I think that's something that really bears mentioning when it comes to the MLB playoffs, that long layoff that the teams that have buys have gotten. But, you know, not only do you want to look at the overall bullpen strength, but also it is critically important to look at who's available and how fresh they are. If the closer went out there and got five outs and threw 35 pitches the day before, He's probably not going to be effective in the second game. And if he is, then you look for a hangover in his future appearances. So it's not just enough to know, you know which bullpens are better. You also want to know who's been used, who's fresh, who's not, because that will also dictate the way a manager deploys his relievers. You know, Sometimes the biggest moment of the game might be in the sixth inning. You might have two outs, bases loaded, starter just came out, and you're going to send your, your primary setup guy out there. Or some teams will send their closer out there sometimes. You know, it all kind of depends on the manager and what his risk tolerance is. But you may get spots where guys who typically throw an inning are asked to get five outs, six outs, sometimes more. And that can really impact the next game. Yeah, that long relief in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's such a great point. This would be a great opportunity. And big guy, I want to hear about your future plays there with the Phillies. But this is a great opportunity. If you like listening, as Amal said, to Berkey Breakdown Playoff Baseball, every single day, VEASAN daily baseball bets during the postseason. So make sure you go over to VEASAN.com. If you're betting on the postseason without listening to that in the morning, you're doing yourself a disservice. Big guy, I know you're loaded up on the Phillies. Well, so the Phillies were the last future I played simply because I was watching them and they were a lot of fun and I didn't want to not be along for the ride if they do what they did last year. And I think this is a team built to do what they did last year potentially and get all the way to the World Series. Like, I... I I like the vibes with them. I like their offense. I like their pitching. Like, they're a team that if they made another deep run and, and caught everyone by surprise, I was going to be really annoyed at myself for not getting a part of it. It's not a huge ticket. I think it's the smallest ticket I have of all of my futures plays, but it does kind of hedge and cover up if they somehow win the World Series, all of my bets uh, in total for the, for the futures. Feels like the Phillies are built for October. Trey Turner's hot again. You know, Bryce is going to do something. Those fans get... I give Philly fans credit. They get into it. It's weird. I mean, I'm sure you've all been there. Uh, Amal, we've talked about it. Where Philly, where all the professional teams are in Philly, yeah. it's a huge parking lot. And so there's not much of a vibe, but inside, it's Citizens Bank is a great park. Been there a bunch of times when I used to live in New York. It's going to be a great atmosphere. And the Marlins, Amal, you, you, happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way you look at it. Right. Uh, yeah, the Marlins were not a team. I don't know if Adam had them getting in the postseason. I definitely did not. This team was struggling to score runs. Every night you look up, they'd be winning games by a single run. They'd be scoring three to four runs, scuffling offensively. Now they got a real opportunity here in this postseason. But to Adam's point, you look at this team, Wheeler pitching tonight. You know, Zach Wheeler is a guy that's got plus-plus stuff. Always a front-line guy, just kind of couldn't put it together consistently. And then when he got to Philadelphia, you really saw it after he signed that big deal leaving the Mets. And then you guys talked about it. Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, uh, they've got pieces on this team that are very dangerous, and I think their experience bodes very well for them. Look, if the Philadelphia Phillies wound up in the World Series, it would not come as a total shock to anybody. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the big thing about the Marlins, really quick here, they were 33-13 and 13 in one-run games. 
and that is a ridiculous wow. number. Usually a team is plus or minus five games or so in terms of one run record. They were 20 games over 500 to one run games. And that's something that while it's important and while it's something that you may want to think about going into the playoffs, their bullpen numbers actually weren't that good for being a team that was that good in close games. And the other thing about the Marlins, and this is something that you know kind of factors into what I talked about in terms of the home run disparity, the Marlins are a much better team at home. Why? Because their ballpark suppresses offense. They can win 3-2, to 4-2, to 4-3, to stuff like that. That's something that's much more difficult to do on the road, and their offense isn't going to be able to keep pace with that more often than not. So that's something else that I don't like about the Marlins in this series. And the last time I remember a team that had this type of one-run record was the 2016 Texas Rangers. They were 95-67. and 67. They won the West. They were a team with a plus-five run differential or something like that. I think they were 36-11 and 11 in one-run games. They got swept by the Blue Jays in the division series. By the way, Patrick, real quick, Andy Fletcher is the home plate umpire tonight between the Twins and the Blue Jays. As a guy who's on the under, thank God Andy Fletcher appears to be on the under as well. There was a ball Shopping that was Andy Fletcher. There was a ball that was about three inches inside that should have been ball floor, loaded the bases. He just rings him up, and I'm looking like, what game is he watching? That ball wasn't even close. Fletcher's got di dinner reservations in Tamper. <laughs> Uh, St. Pete, I should say. Uh, also, you want to hear Berkey on college football Tuesday's VEASAN college football betting podcast as well. My man is busy. We have college football on Wednesday this week, and Burke's all over it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, of course, as well. We continue Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Dustin Sweetelson, very proud of himself. He fixed Major League Baseball during the break. Adam Burke agreed with him, and he got a big, sly smile on his face, and he's going to have a great day. That's all. And also, he's going to have a great day because he's going to stop by the store and pick up some Zen. And we've got to tell you about Zen, nicotine pouches. My goodness, we're always debating what a team needs to do to be number one. Well, Zen nicotine pouches are already there. Help millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical we're back sharp money major league baseball postseason is here every day with the baseball postseason podcast of course you can check out vcin.com our buddy adam burke you got the college football podcast with he and murray coming up later today as well as we welcome you back i'm all shaw dustin sweetelson i'm patrick maher now imagine this scenario imagine burke if our boss, John Goulet, stopped by the D where you're doing your broadcast right now, live on the air, took the NBA preview betting guide and threw it in your face and said, this is trash, Burke. Go do better as our managing editor. Why do I bring that up? That's exactly what your boy Brian Dayball did to Daniel Jones on the sideline last night, right? He just completely undressed him and embarrassed him in front of everybody while he was running for his life. I bring it up because I want to ask you, what do you think of the situation with the Giants? They're headed to Miami, and they're catching 11. And what would you take away from Seattle's 24-3 win over the Giants last night? Well, I mean, I think obviously the biggest takeaway is it's pretty hard to play the quarterback position if you get sacked 11 times. So, I mean, you can blame Daniel Jones as much as you want. Some of those were his fault. Some of them weren't. But, I mean, they got to figure out their protections, especially because Seattle was a team that came into that game with only five sacks in three games on the season. So, that was very unexpected from what Seattle typically does. The Giants have a lot of things to figure out. It's very hard to do that on a short week when you're probably going to give up 30-plus points to the Dolphins. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know where this team goes from here. They were a great story and a well-coached team last year. But keep in mind, they had to get a lot of special moments from Daniel Jones in the fourth quarter to be that playoff team. This year, it doesn't seem like they have the same juice, the same capability. And, you know, people have, uh, have turned Brian Dable pretty quickly out there. Hey, flex on him, big guy. You were proud of yourself that you fixed baseball during the break. Now go ahead and fix your Giants. Oh, You're I at Miami. I know you like you got a first half play on Miami lane six and a half, but go ahead. Oh, here's a simple: you fix the Giants. You should keep doing this because as long as you don't protect the quarterback, he can't make any plays. You hold Saquon Barkley out of every single game, and you draft Caleb Williams number one overall. There, 
boom. Fix the Giants. Fix baseball during the break. There's an opening for Speaker of the House. I can fix this country. <laughs> vote for me. <laughs> hey, you can, you can smile. Come on. That was good. I have to let them that know I'm serious. <laughs> that was good. I, I, I hope your run, by the way, continues with the VEASAN picks. But just for my sanity, it could. I hope it comes to a little bit of an end because I don't know about you, Amal, but every single phone call I get on with the big guy. I went eleven and three this weekend. I went twelve and four. Now he is on a historic two and zero last night. Two and zero last two and zero last night. So what is your update? What's your updated numbers here? Let's go uh, for the year. No, just like your little run that you've been bragging about. Last seven days. Hang on, I'm pulling up the picks page. You can do this too if you become a pro subscriber. Go to the top Veasan. <laughs> Experts, vcin.com slash picks. I am 16, 11, and 2 over my last seven days, and that was with an abysmal, like, 5-8 and eight day in college football on Saturday. I got annihilated. So a good bounce back this week. Patrick, he didn't say anything to me because the picks I gave him over the weekend, my, my real number on Louisiana was plus 11, but I always like to give the current number so the better can utilize what's available in the market. And I had, I had gone 5-1-1, one, and one, so he didn't say anything to me, which was in, in real time was 5-0-2. Oh, Amal is number three right now, though, on the vcin.com slash picks page. He is ahead of hey, me. go get him. He's, he's ahead of me, so I have some work to do this week. I got, I got to get back Proud up to the boys. top three. Proud of you, boys. Hey, Berkey, Thursday night, it comes quickly. Chicago, terrible, just deflating loss after Fields actually played pretty well. Actually, really well. At Washington. Now, this number's kind of jumping between that five and a half, six. I'll give you the six with Washington Lane. I thought Howell was not good. I thought he was outstanding up in Philly. What's your take on this matchup? That six and a half is stale. We're down to five and a half, six here. Well, my take is I'm way more interested in the two Conference USA games on Thursday than I am in this <laughs> NFL game. Uh, you, honestly, you couldn't pay me Dustin's money to watch this game. I, I just I have no interest in watching either one of these two teams. You know, Washington, I mean, it gives Sam Howell a ton of credit. That kid's a gamer. He's got a lot of moxie. I don't know how good of a quarterback he is, but he's out there battling every single week. He's taking some shots early on in the year here, come back from them, put his team in positions to, you know, at least win, have a chance to win most of their games. Although, you know, that game against Buffalo didn't go particularly well for them. But, I, I mean, what do you do with Chicago at this point in time? I mean, you know, there, there's so much going on within that organization. There's so much going on on the field. There is no redeeming quality, I don't think, at this point in time for this Chicago team. So, I mean, if I had to, I would think I would take Washington, but this is a game, and this is the luxury of sports betting. There are other games, so you don't have to worry about taking this one if you don't want to. Well, there are more high-profile games, and I'll give you a more high-profile game than the Bears Commanders. How about Jacksonville State and Rich Rod? Middle <laughs> Tennessee State, Berkey, tomorrow night. Let's go Ohio Valley. What do we got, 52 on the total, and you're going to go under? Yeah, I think the under is the play here in this game. I think that this is a situation where you're not going to see a whole lot of explosive plays from either one of these two teams. have seen the total go up a little bit, which does kind of surprise me. But Middle Tennessee, I think they have to really look at the state of their program. And, you know, I wonder if they try to do something to kind of gradually push Rick Stockstill out of the picture as the head coach. He's been there since, like, 1970. So he's been there for a very, very long period of time. But – They've stagnated as a program, and this is an area where you can recruit. There's some good high school football talent in that Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio area that you can bring in, and they really haven't done it. Jacksonville State's been a very impressive team here so far, but they play one of the worst schedules in the country, and I think that's something that's going to kind of catch up with them a little bit here. Defensively, they've played well. Offensively, I think they're going to run into you know some better competition as we go forward here. I think the line is probably fair. I mean, Jacksonville State's played the 163rd-ranked schedule. Middle Tennessee's played the 51st. But I think this is an under game here, so that's what I went with in this one, under 51-and-a-half. Big guy, you like the play. I love it. Uh, when this line came out, it was the total was originally 54. I sent it to a note to myself to bet under. Still like under 51. I've watched Jacksonville State like three or four times this year. They were a run-first team with Zion Webb. They brought in Logan Smothers, a transfer from Nebraska, I believe. And he can't really throw it either. They're still more of a running team than they are a throwing team. I think it's a slower pace to play. And we saw a week ago, Amal and I bet against this Middle Tennessee squad against what we thought was a higher-powered Western Kentucky team. Middle Tennessee really struggled to punch the ball in the end zone and just finish drives off strong. I think the under makes a lot of sense here. 
The FIU New Mexico State matchup. I don't know if you have a play on it tomorrow night, Berkey, but you did do a write up over at Veasan.com. New Mexico State six and a half. You got a total forty eight and a half. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know this until I started writing up this game preview. New Mexico State is fifth in the country in yards per play on offense, which is a mind-blowing wow. statistic, but also wow. a pretty obvious example of the schedule that they played. They played the 170th ranked schedule in the country, according to Jeff Sagarin. Uh, I, I like using Sagarin's strength of schedule numbers. I think they're pretty solid. So they've played a lot of nobodies here this season. Uh, quarterback Diego Pavia was caught on video urinating on New Mexico's practice field. Uh, great. So we haven't heard about any discipline or anything like that yet. I don't know. Jerry Kill and them said that they were going to handle it internally, whatever that means. But I do think that there is an angle to kind of consider in this game. Even though FIU played in Las Cruces last year, I don't think FIU is a very good team. I don't think FIU is a very deep team. Las Cruces is a long way away from Miami. It's also 3,900 feet in elevation. This New Mexico State team is better than last year's team. I think you look for a live betting opportunity in this game or maybe a second-half play on the Aggies, where maybe FIU kind of tires a little bit here. Uh, if New Mexico State is able to move the football, maybe play with a little bit of tempo. So I don't have a pre-flop play on this one, but I do think that the second half of New Mexico State may be an angle worth looking for. Who's your urine insider? <laughs> I do not have one. Shotgun. I mean, that was, Dustin is furiously trying to turn on his button. I was like the guy on Jeopardy who finished second to Ken Jennings. I couldn't buzz it in time. I hit the wrong button. I will gladly be the VSIN senior. You're an insider. <laughs> Congratulations, big guy. Hey, earlier you also mentioned, you said, I wrote a note to myself. How do you make notes to yourself? Uh, Legit there, question. There's literally an app on the iPhone <laughs> notes. labeled Notes. Secondly, the notes app? I okay. You don't have to be a jerk about it. Uh, sometimes I do calendar. Secondly, I send myself emails. I send myself emails. These are my initial thoughts. Boom, boom, boom. I have so many emails to myself. Uh, I should probably see a shrink over it. It looks like I'm talking to myself. Really? Because you've been crying to Amal and I about your email not working for like the past no, no, three no. days. It so wasn't my email. That? It was my computer. Bigger picture. Email still worked on the phone. See, that's how they get you, Patrick, is you can't escape work anymore. There's no more excuses. There's no more checking in on your 9 to 5 and only having a landline. Now because of the Internet and because of smartphones, this place can always keep tabs on what I'm doing and how much work I'm doing. Senior VEASAN urinating insider Dustin Sweetelson. <laughs> also conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, apparently. All right, good stuff, big guy. Uh, by the way, we do have Oklahoma, Texas this weekend. We've got plenty to do with Adam Burke. He's going to hang around. We've got our top ten coming up as well. We continue to get you updated on the baseball. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now, you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Yep, it is Sharp Money, but you know what you got to do? If you're a new customer, download the DraftKings app. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonuses instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no sweat same game parlay every day. Download the DraftKings app, use the promo code SHARP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. It's VSIN. A lot of juice there at the D today as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. It's Tuesday, hour three. That means Adam Burke, managing editor, editor over at vsin.com. So big news. I, somebody's going to have to update me. The boys are going nuts behind you. But just quickly, NHL betting guide is out. Thursday, NBA betting guide. We drop it every day during the M- Major League Baseball postseason, daily baseball bets from Adam Burke. Today, we've got the Burke and Murray College Football Podcast dropping. It's all there. Get over to vsin.com slash subscribe to become a vsin pro. What happened in the baseball, boys? Fill me in. Just a swing and a miss. Uh, That's it? One out in the ninth, though. It's the ninth. <laughs> yeah, well, it was we got to interview the dude behind you. Well, no, because a, if that's simply a swing and a miss, that guy is the most diehard Rangers fan that ever lived. It, it, it's there, a lot there's of There's a people. lot of beers on that table. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah they've been putting them down, the, the tall boys, too, not, not, the, not the short ones. And It's like a group of four or five. They're just massive Ranger fans. I mean, listen, uh, to their credit, they have clapped on every pitch from the first one of the game. <laughs> They have. There's a good look at the long bar at the D. You can take a look. You see in the background the big guy, Adam Burke, in the middle, and, of course, Amal Shaw. It's a great shot. Great job there in the closet from the D with the direction. So quickly, unlike the three of us, Adam Burke's still alive in Survivor. So let's have a little debate here, boys. He's got two teams he's thinking about this weekend. He's thinking the Lions, of course, taking on Carolina at home, the Lions in Detroit, and he's thinking the Dolphins hosting the Giants. Amal Shaw, you want to weigh in? I would go with the uh, Dolphins hosting the Giants. Great spot for Miami to bounce back. Good opportunity. You look at the schedule, I don't think there's a ton of other spots to use Miami down the line. There'll be some competitive games for them. The Carolina Panthers at the Lions, and, of course, your Giants at the Dolphins, big guy. Yeah, I, I actually agree with them all. I kind of like back at a team coming off a loss, now at home hosting a way inferior team. I'm telling you this as a Giants fan. Whatever the smallest percentage point I can give you is that's how that's how much of a chance the Giants have of winning this game. They cannot keep pace. What is a dynamic, high-flying Dolphins offense? This can, can, get, can get really ugly really early. False. The answer is Detroit. They've never been higher than right now. The juice is there. You just heard Dan Campbell. Now we go to Burke. Noodle it right in front of us. Let's hear it. What do you got? All right. So, look, I mean, I here's the thing. I don't think either one of them has a hard time this week. So I think both teams will win and, and will allow whoever takes them in Survivor to advance. But then the question becomes, which team do you want to save, right? I mean, Miami plays Carolina at home next week. So... In theory, you could take Detroit this week, fade Carolina once, fade Carolina again next week by taking Miami in that game. So you've got that back-to-back if you want to. Also, though, the Lions still play the Bears twice this season. So that's not a bad place to kind of wait and save them. Their home game against Chicago is in Week 11, I believe. So that was kind of the decision that I wrestled with. And, of course, the question is, am I even still alive in Week 11 to use the Lions? So... I don't know. I mean, I actually have two of them alive still in the Circus Survivor, so I'm probably going to put one on each and hope that I still have both of them alive. But that was the question that I had because, you know, again, at this time of the year in Survivor, you're still thinking, am I trying to go 1-0 and or am I trying to go 18-0? and 
and sometimes it may just make more sense to go ahead and take a team now. The one thing I will say about Miami, Tua is healthy, which you can't always rely on. So that was one of the reasons why I really thought long and hard about the Dolphins. So I think it's a tough decision to make. Uh, real quick, I would just advocate for Miami, not because I think it's a better play. I think they're both pretty equal. But I like to try and save potentially, if possible, all six teams for Thanksgiving. Because if there's an injury and then you wind up in a scenario, let's say Dak Prescott's injured against Washington, it's not as much of a slam dunk as it may have been starting the season. Teams like Houston and Arizona that appear to be teams you'd pick against every week doesn't seem to be the case anymore. I know betters don't generally like to wrap up a price in, a fu in the futures market, but Burke, right now, and it's posted over at DraftKings, the Lions in division in the north are, are $2 favorites, minus 200. That is, right now, Green Bay's 3.5. Minnesota's five to one. The Bears are thirty-five to one. Give me a scenario how Detroit doesn't win the North. It's not. It's not happening. I, and if somebody gets hurt, right? If I mean, if Goff gets hurt, something like that. You know, that would be clearly yeah. the biggest concern. I mean, I still think Green Bay is a pretty good team, but you know, are they Detroit good? I don't know that that's the case. Okay. Bo, Bo Bichette just made one of the worst plays of the postseason. Why is the big guy absolutely? crestfallen over a base. What happened, big guy? Blue Jays, Blue Jays are stupid. Like, they're a dumb baseball team. They, this they, has been all year. I, I know, but I just thought it would change because it was the postseason. People what don't happened, change. Burke? Did you don't see let it? People, so, there was, so first it started with Alejandro Kurt got hit with two outs, put two runners on, little dribbler to third, third baseman, it goes under his glove. Instead of stopping at third, having lo two uh, loaded bases with two out, Boba Shet decides to just turn around third and run home. He's thrown out by like three and a half steps. So the only question I have in this whole scenario is the plate blocking rule that nobody actually yeah. knows yeah. what it is. <laughs> nobody knows. You know what? Like, that, will that, will that get looked at? I'm kind of, I mean, they went to commercial, so apparently not. But like, that is the most asinine rule in baseball because nobody actually knows what you can do and what you can't do. And then the rule is the way that the rule is applied upon replay also makes no sense whatsoever. Well, I think I think uh, I think playoff baseball should be ruled different. You know, we're doing all the, the extra innings are different. I think there should be blocking the plate. There should be collisions, kind of like when your parents were watching. You played two hand touch when they went inside. You played full <laughs> tackle. I think that's how the playoffs should be in baseball. <laughs> Look at the big guy. Look at him. All right, close some tabs before we get out of here. Do you have a top ten for this week or oh, no? I do. Let's do the top ten. I think Burke could be into this. Amal, not right. so much, but Let's that's part of animation. Course. No, uh, we're going to do my top 10 gas station road trip snacks. Oh, <laughs> I like this. So everyone walks into gas get, station. I could get dinner. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. This is Dustin's top 10 gas station road trip snacks, and already you're trolling us with number no. 10. Oh, no. That, this is because you, you and me bonded over number 10. That's why you yes. think I'm trolling. For, but, 40s and beef jerky, baby. We went on a, Patrick and I went on a Cactus League spring training trip for a week, and the, the days literally started at like 5.30 in the morning. We'd get to the field by like 6, 7, then... We would record all these interviews all day. We'd have to go back and edit, prepare for our show. Our show is at night. We would forget to eat, like, shockingly. And then the day would end, we'd be like, we're starving. What do we do? There was a gas station next to our hotel. We went over, and we got 40s and beef jerky for dinner every night. That's all we ate that entire trip. It was delicious. And it was Protein great. But like carbs. And, like, beef jerky is good. You got to get your protein if you're going on a road trip. You get a pretty decent good amount in the bag and – it's, you know, for a gas station food item, it's fairly healthy. It's a lot of sodium, but fairly healthy. Because the key with driving, right, you're on a road trip, you don't want to get tired and doze off. So beef jerky is number 10 on my list. Okay, number nine. Number nine, like, I think it's the most perfect candy bar there is. It's kind of a square thing to say. But Snickers has everything you're looking for in a candy bar. Great chocolate, some nuts, some crunch, some nugget, some... Uh, is that how you say nougat? Nugget? Nougat? <laughs> I knew you were gonna stop there. I knew you were. I knew you were gonna doubt yourself. Caramel, like a little chewiness to it. It's got all. It hits all the senses. And like, all right, it's like let's a, go eight and seven because yeah. I want to get the boys. I want to get the response from your first four here. Go ahead. I think a key is to distract yourself with something where there's a lot of things in a bag that you can eat over time. Pop one or two in your mouth at a time. Until I got through college, paid the bills. You know what I mean? Uh, hey. Cheddar cheese combos would be number eight for me. They are all right. Number incredible. seven. And then peanut butter M&Ms. They are the best M&Ms. Similar concept. You can eat two, three at a time. 
Beef jerky, Snickers, cheddar cheese combos, peanut butter, M&M's, Berkey. You got anything on those four? Uh, I got a few things here. First of all, 40s and beef jerky is a hell of a country song. And, <laughs> and somebody needs to write that because that sounds fantastic. Uh, I agree. Peanut butter M&M's are, are definitely the best flavor of M&M's. There's no question about that. And um, look, you guys ever had those grandma's cookies? Yeah. Yes. They're like, by the, like the peanuts? Look, if it's in a gas station, I've eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just assume it. Uh, those are, I think they're kind of a hangover comfort food for me as well. So I wind up getting those anytime I go into a gas station. The other thing is, I will say, I don't know if you guys agree with me here, the Las Vegas gas station game sucks. Like, you got Sheets back Subpar. east with the made-to-order food. Awesome. Sheets, Great Wawa. gas station food. If you've ever been to a Sheets or a Wawa, your life's changed. Yeah. You can't ever go back. Can't it, even tell you last time I've been in a gas there. station in this town. Pay at the pump. Hey, Have a nice I, day. You're straight line. You're straight line, Shaw, but you got to you got to have an opinion on snacks. No, no, no. Here. I like that. I thought it was peanut M and M's, but it's peanut butter. Haven't never had peanut butter M and M's. I just changed uh, your life. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Burke, of course. We've got the NBA betting guide on Thursday. NHL betting guide is out. Veasan daily baseball bets every day throughout the postseason. The podcast, and you've got Veasan's college football betting podcast today. Thank you, my friend, for driving down. We appreciate you. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sharp Money. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.